Yes, indeed. This is your opportunity to uh, ask any kind of a home improvement you may have, either by phone or by text. And that number is to, for either 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. It's uh, going to be kind good. of a nice day. It's still a little cooler uh, than average, but I think uh, especially when it comes to uh, not only uh, your customers, but certainly your crew members, uh, they like this kind of, this is comfortable weather to get some work done. Maybe it's still a lot of snow out there, but as far as any other kind of work, uh, this is perfect. Yeah, you know, it's not too shabby out right now, and uh, yeah, we could do with less snow if it doesn't snow again for a long time, which I know is not going to be the case, uh, would be, be helpful, and the faster this stuff can melt away, the better off we're all going to be, I think. Uh, it's it's getting uh, a little tiring trudging around the house with the, the snow banks and the, the roofs. Uh, now, over, with, uh, with, over the winter, yeah. you and I have talked about uh, folks, you know, planning, calling Linda's, getting some ideas, maybe in line, whether it be a new deck or maybe they need a new roof. Uh, what's what's coming up this season, this, 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 this building season here? A lot of roofing jobs coming up? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're still dealing with uh, plenty of storm work from uh, from last spring, early summer storms that we had in May, and uh, we've had plenty of people sign up for roofs uh, over the winter time that have had a lot of ice dam issues. So, a lot of insulation work, a lot of window work, uh, a lot of leaf guard work. Believe it or not, you know these ice dams have not been been good on any parts of uh, our home. So, people have really started to take notice this winter, and yeah, we're starting to book up pretty quick. So, if you're if you're looking at getting home improvements yet this spring early summer i would look sooner than later yeah absolutely we'll get you a number for lindis uh, coming along this hour as we always like to do speaking of ice dams i heard the uh, talk on cco earlier this week about people frustrating and i don't blame them about ice dams and i'd be interested in hearing some stories from you about people who i must admit i remember many years ago <laughs> getting up on a ladder I must have had like a chisel, if not a screwdriver and a hammer. I think, oh, this has got to be one way of doing it. You've probably heard some real horror stories. But on CCO earlier this week, uh, I think Vanita was talking about a blowtorch <laughs> on uh, melting some of those ice dams. It is frustrating for a lot of people. And one of the texters earlier this morning said, I have ice dams. What is there anything to do about those right now? You know there there are services that you can hire the the steaming crews and and I've seen prices anywhere from four to twelve hundred dollars an hour. Um, an hour, an hour, and Ooh. and and typically you're going to be a couple three hours in into those projects. If the ice dam isn't causing any damage or any type of leaking, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it. But if if it is, then even even hiring it at that at that expense is probably going to be cheaper than what the damage it could cause. Now, there's some things you can do with heat tape where you can, if you run it there strategically, it, it could melt enough of a channel into the ice to let the water get out. The other thing is removing the snow. If you have a good snow rake and you can get most of the snow off your roof, that's going to lead to less less melting and water behind that ice dam and hopefully it'll let the sun get to that ice dam a little bit more and and start to thaw it out i mean we have temperatures in the in the 40s coming up here so i think i think we'll be okay if we can get rid of that snow um off the roof i i i am i'm thinking that might be enough outside of hiring but if you have leaking happening right now 
you, you, you need to address it because it's just going to get more and more expensive as, as time ticks on here if it doesn't get taken care of. Andy, I think if, if there is indeed any good news about uh, the, the daytime highs and, and nighttime lows is that uh, it's, it's going to help some any potential flooding is what some predict, predictions are. And that, that's good because even though we might be a few degrees below average for daytime highs, it's still uh, low to mid-40s maybe at the most, but certainly 40, 41 degrees daytime. But in the evening now, there you get the freezing again, you know, 21, 28 degrees uh, for overnight mm-hmm. lows. So I guess it's kind of a good news, bad news uh, situation. But it is a slow process. The uh, spring has been uh, slow, certainly slow in coming. If you have uh, any kind of a home improvement question, we certainly welcome yours. If you want to call and chat with Andy, great. If it's easier for you to, uh, like some people do, send text questions, uh, either one, one number to remember. And that's 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Texter had this to say, uh, Andy, I have some soffits that are going bad. Some need to be replaced. Does Linda's do that kind of work, and is it spendy? These are wood soffits. What do you think? Um, We typically don't repair uh, wood soffits unless it's in conjunction with some other project. Uh, having said that, more often than not, when we take a look at what your soffit situation is, it's probably undervented, and it might be best to remove all of that wood soffit and replace it with a different type of material with better venting. Um, we have a, a hidden vent and a center vent soffit that we use a lot, and we can take a look at that and, and go from there. It's not not the cheapest home improvement project you can do, but uh, it is definitely not the most. And we can take a look at that and, and go from there. It's not not the cheapest home improvement project you can do, but uh, it is definitely not the most expensive one. And and done in conjunction with some guttering and things uh, of that nature. And it might might involve us taking a look at your roof, not necessarily replacing your roof, but adding more vents to your roof to try to make the roof everything work the way it should. Chances are, if you have rotten soffit. Something's not working right. So I would make sure all of that gets addressed as you're going through the process. And we'll gladly come out and, and, and give you an estimate and, and tell you what we can do and how we can do it. And if, uh, if, if you like what you see, great. If not, we'll, we'll move on. Again, those, those, those estimates and, and, and inspections are free. So That's right. um, we can work with pretty much everybody's schedule. And right now, takes us maybe you know five to ten days depending on your availability where we can get out and 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 have that initial visit when uh, you and or your crews uh have been installing leaf guard gutters do you run into that situation where there's there's rotten wood uh, from time to time and that needs to be taken care of does that happen often almost yeah if uh if, if you have soffit boards that are falling off and that are rotten chances are there's going to be some structural rot there as well that's going to have to be addressed as as we do that project if if you're just going to cover that up it's just going to continue to eat away and it's not going to be a long-lasting fix by by any stretch of the imagination okay andy hang on we'll uh, take a quick break we've got more uh, questions coming in if you have any kind of a home improvement question we always welcome yours this hour uh the phone number is also the text number 651-461-9226 here on news talk 830 this is wcco
And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's construction. Uh, Andy Lindis is, again, answering those home improvement type of questions. Call us or text us, like some folks are doing uh, right now. Number is 651-461-9226 for any home improvement project that uh, you may have in mind or any question. Uh, callers, texters, Andy, let's put you back to work here. Cindy is first up calling from uh, Minneapolis. Thanks, Cindy. What is your question for Andy? Uh, yes, I um, have a one-and-a-half-story house in Minneapolis, and um, we've got an ice dam problem in the northeast corner of the house. This year we actually had some little bit of water trickling down the wall uh, back in February. So we've, been, we've done all the air sealing and improved insulation in the attic bedroom, um, and we do some roof raking to you know, try to prevent the ice buildup, but this year was really bad and probably didn't do enough of that. So, um, excuse me, my question is, next time we get a new roof, which should probably be in five or ten years, should we, um, I think the ice and water shield was up about six feet when they did the roofing last time. Should the ice and water shield go all the way to the top of the roof? Would that help the problem? Um you know what? What are your thoughts about that? Maybe um, it, it might be not that it doesn't need to go up all the all the way up to the roof, but done in a manner where anywhere that there's a cut into the roof, that the ice and water shield is is done, and and the flashing sealed that way on your hip, it's done in, in, in a manner that 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 when you're when you're putting all those extra nails from the the hip and ridge. Then, then you have the ice and water shield there sealing that up. Again, that, that could be a weak point if, if water gets to that area. Same thing with valley areas and up the rake. Um, all those areas are, are areas that typical roofers don't use ice and water shield, but Linus Construction always does. And that's why um, we're, we use about 40 to 50% more ice and water shield on every roof than, than the average roof done, ordinary roofer in, in the Twin Cities metro area. And we do that because we we really care about what our roofing is going to be doing 20 years from now because we plan on being around then and i don't want to have to deal with you know hundreds and hundreds of customers that have 20 year old roofs that are leaking so we take every step it's not the cheapest way to do roofing by any stretch of the imagination but it it definitely leads to way less service work than than most of my peers get Andy, what kind of material is that the water shield made out of we use uh, GAF StormGuard, and then we use a Tiger Paw, their synthetic underlayment, over the entire roof as well. But, again, um, we have videos online at linuxconstruction.com how we do, uh, say, a, a your average brone vent. So we're going to cut open the opening, and we're going to actually put down a piece of ice and water shield on the roof deck before we put down the vent and hook up the vent. Once the vent is attached through that ice and water shield, we take another piece of ice and water shield that we cut a U out of. So we, we put it up on the sides and the very top. So when the water comes down the roof, there's an opening still underneath that vent for any type of condensation where there's a drainage plane, water's going to come down the roof and get back to an area where it can't get to the roof deck. So that's why it's cut into a U. That, that little step alone is, is something that we started to do about 14, 15 years ago because as we replaced roofs, we found that the roof decking was rotten in those areas almost always. So we, those are the areas that we've added ice and water shield, and we've worked really hard with 
with manufacturers like GAF to, to, to be able to offer the best of the best warranties. And those don't get offered unless you're doing steps like that. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, here's our number. It's a phone number. It's also a text number, 651-461-9226. I'm going to get back to uh, the text screen, the text messages. But Rod is calling in, I believe, from Buffalo this morning to ask you a question. Rod, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Uh, should be a simple one. Remodeled a two-story farmhouse, uh, took out lath and plaster, put in new sheetrock. But in a lot of places, the sheetrock screws are bubbling out. Uh, in order to fix them, presume I have to dig them out, screw them in just a little bit more. But is there any way to, or what should I do to keep the um, mud from popping out a year or two now from now? You know, um, outside of maybe they, they, when they were installed, if the, the paper was broke or they weren't installed perfectly, that, that, that this is happening, but chances are it's because the house is moving and it may happen again. If I were you, I would test an area where you, you fix a, a quite a few of them and then maybe, maybe see what happens over the next six to 12 months. And if that fix works, maybe go through the process, everything. I, I'm just worried that you, this is going to be something maybe you have to do every couple of years if the house is moving enough where you're getting all these screw pops. But it, it's definitely not ordinary. There, there usually is a fix with this somewhere. Um, but it's going to take some investigation work. And I think you're going down the right path. I'd, but I would start an area and, and fix it and see see how it holds up. All right, very good. Thank you, Rod, for that call. Uh, that leaves a line open if you want to call in your home improvement question or send a text. As I said, 651-461-9226. Uh, texter says this, they have a basement storage room they want to convert to a wine cellar. Uh, the question is, there's a hopper window in that room, and their question is, can I keep the window and frame over it from the interior or board over it Remove it and cinder block fill the space. Any uh, any thoughts on uh, their options? What do you think, Andy? If they want to build a wine cellar in that uh, particular area, yeah, it's definitely a fillable space. But you might want to look at maybe the future. There there there's a need for a window there. Want some ventilation in there for for whatever reason. There's there's ways to put a window in there and black it out where you don't have to worry about the light, but you can always get the ventilation if you need it. Blocks are an option. Um, the the only thing about boarding it over, if it does have any type of condensation issues or or frost issues, and it's trapped underneath there, and you don't know about it, that could lead to, you know, potential you know dry rot of the frame. They just don't know. It might be better off to remove that and fill it in from there, and and that's going to be a more of a longer term fix, but um, not a big big risk just going over the top of it either. Listener has heard you talk about uh, drafts coming in from AC outlets, and uh, it's possible that it's not actually coming uh, from the outside wall. Could you explain where you think it could be coming from? Uh, more than likely, it's coming from your attic. Um, as you know, these these temperatures fluctuate like they do. We we get a a stack effect in our walls, especially with the, this balloon framing that that a lot of us have where it can start to pull air from your attic down your walls and it gets to the weak points. Um, like your windows get replaced all the time because people think they have bad windows 
and it's air coming down their walls and coming out their trim. If, if you're feeling air coming out your outlet, that's almost always what's happening. It could be pulling from the basement rim as well. Uh, that, that, that can also be, be an issue. And now remember, all of that insulation, and if you have any type of rodent issue or any type of uh, dust issue, that, that's all going to lead to poor air quality in your house. Uh, that your, your insulation, your attic, if you're getting this air coming out of your outlet, Denny, that's essentially acting like a giant air filter for you. So all of the air that's coming to your house is going through that insulation, then into your home. That can lead to a lot of bad things, and that's cold air hitting warm spots in the wall, which can create condensation, can lead to mold, can lead to rot. It's it's something that should be addressed sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll tell you what. I need to take a break. We're going to have a look at that forecast, see what the windman is uh, predicting for this coming week. We still have about another half hour of the show to go. Any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours. Call us if you want to chat with Andy. Great. If you want to just send it via text, either way, one number will get you either one. 651-461-9226. Back with a forecast in a moment here on News Talk 830 WCCO. 9226. Back with a forecast in a moment here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here on CCO. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours, uh, either by phone or by text. If you want to call in Andy Lindis and chat, great. Otherwise, send a text like a lot of folks are doing, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. All right, let's uh, get back to the text messages, Andy. This is going to be a tough one without uh, actually doing some testing, I'm sure. But this texter says, can my 30-year-old gas fireplace be causing indoor air quality problems? Possibly, but again, that should be something that can be easily tested. And and if it was like uh, from the exhaust from the gas and and, and it, your your detector should detect that and, and, and tell you what's going on. But if that is a worry, I would definitely get that tested. Yeah. Now, it, when uh, when Lindis comes out to uh, do their heat map analysis, uh, not necessarily do with with a gas fireplace, but uh, would that give you some indication of of uh, not air quality necessarily, but air infiltration anyway? Oh yeah, um, and, and sometimes the flashing and, and those inserts aren't done wonderfully, and it can be you have some air infiltration that's happening in, in those areas, but that's easily detected as we as we go through that process, and and usually easily addressed as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. So again, six five one four six one nine two two six. Not sure if you can help with this. Texter says, uh, "Oh, sign of the times. We had a bullet." go through our treated deck railing. Is there anything we can do to help stop any damage to the exposed wood, the, the hole in the ricochet area? Um, wow. Uh, if, if, th- if this is a, uh, a treated deck railing, I don't know. What, wood filler? What, what do you think? 
Yeah, you can try a wood filler. It's definitely not going to be the same color, and you might end up having to paint the railings. Um, but the wood filler would definitely stop any more um, rot or water from building up. You're just going to want to remove all of the old fibers, uh, use a brightener conditioner, and rinse it off, let it dry out, and then just a, a, a putty knife. And sometimes people use put sawdust and make like a paste out of it, but I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it really changes the texture or the color all that much, but you could try that. Uh, just put it in there and, and smooth it out, and hopefully that'll stop any water and air from getting into that exposed uh, wood. But if it's structurally damaged, you might have, end up having to replace that piece hmm. as well. It doesn't sound like it is, but if it, if it is, I would I would maybe look at replacing that uh, part of the treated lumber. Now, when we talk, and we do often talk about decks and decking, uh, and I don't know if you have any kind of a percentage but uh, it seemed to me years ago when you'd be on the air or our friend Luke Panic that it was a huge percentage, even years ago, like 80-some percent of the requests that Linda's gets from customers in uh, building a deck for their home is uh, is the low maintenance, not like cedar or any other wood material. Is that still true or even more true? Yeah, no, no, that's still true. And even when we... I think we're losing you, Andy. Nope. Can you hear me? Hello? Having a little connection problem, eh? All right, but in the meantime, call us or text us at 651-461-9226. Got a bunch of text messages we want to uh, to ask Andy about. Let's do this. Let's take a real quick break and find out if we can't reconnect and find out what's going on here, and we'll be right back with more on News Talk 830 WCCO. We're here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Andy Lindis, says usual, answering those home improvement type of questions. Uh, by the way, if you uh, want to get in touch with Lindis, maybe you need a new deck or new roof or new siding, whatever the case may be, 844-9-LINDIS is the uh, easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDIS. And, of course, you can always go online at lindisconstruction.com. We welcome, in the meantime, your phone calls or text messages for uh, Andy this morning here on CCO. Our number for either is 651-461-9226. Andy, a texter uh, says this, uh, they need to replace their front door frame, which is rotten. It is the second door frame they've had. They've had it. Uh, in uh, 22 years, there is no porch coverage of any kind and faces the hot west, southwest sun. They want to know, is there a brand of door, maybe a type of door, that would stand up well in those conditions and not break the bank? Well, um, front doors aren't, are never really, a, I wouldn't say a, a, a cheap Home improvement, but definitely not the most expensive. And the ROI um, is surprisingly good right off the gate on, on redoing your front door, according to any any of the studies that come out yearly. And when you when you think about it, the amount of energy loss we're getting out of our doors is, is pretty significant when you when you compare it to our windows. Our doors leak way way more. And when you when you think about it, the amount of energy loss we're getting out of our doors is is pretty significant when you when you compare it to our windows. Our doors leak way way more. And and finding a product that doesn't that can handle that wide range of of temperatures is, is a difficult task, especially when you when you talk about some of these entries that we're building nowadays. These doors are huge. You know, I, I've seen front entry systems cost anywhere from 
you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, Denny. But our, you know, our average door that we install front door is probably in that three to forty five hundred range, depending on what type of work has to go into it. And I'm telling you, if you do it the right way and you're choosing the uh, a fiberglass or some of the steel sandwich options, Provio makes some really good options. It should be the last door that you ever have to install. You may have to adjust it as as the house moves. But the trim, everything that gets installed, the the framing, the way if it's flashed the proper way, no matter which way the door faces, is is it should last way more than twenty two years. If if something is happening, it's the second time in twenty years you've had to do it, then it hasn't been done properly. So I would make sure that you're consulting the right professional and and know that uh, a cheap fix is just going to get you back in the same spot probably within a decade. Yeah, absolutely. Now, personally, what what the material do you like doors made out of? Again, the variables, uh, budget being one of them. But uh, what what do you like personally as far as uh, materials? What, what what are the best ones in your opinion? I like the steel doors. Um, I just uh, I think they close better than than the fiberglass doors for 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 me. Uh, having said that, we have hundreds of customers that we've installed fiberglass entry doors on that 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 love them. So people tend to take a look at the the options and when it comes to colors and variations and glass packages there's no product under the sun that we have that has more options than doors it's hundreds of options that you can choose denny and 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 i would i would encourage everyone go through the process and 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 pick out the right door for you and and get it custom made for your opening that i think that's very very important especially with the framework can can we see can listeners see samples of doors if they want to call Linda and get something done? Where do they look for stuff? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You should see the size of the door suitcase we have when when people want to look at entry doors. We have uh, a whole bunch of samples you can touch and feel, and we have uh, things that we can do with our computer and online that that let you go through the entire process and and start to visualize what the door and entryway could be like. All right. Thanks for that question. Again, here's our number, 651-461-9226. Another text. I have several aluminum clapped windows, Texter says, that have rotting on the bottom of the sash. Can these windows be replaced without affecting the 24-year-old vinyl siding? Uh, yes, it can be a um, a difficult process, but when you're talking about insert windows, possibly there, but depending on, on how the windows are fastened on the outside, out of all the types of siding that there are to work with, to do a full-frame installation, taking down vinyl siding and putting vinyl siding back up is the easiest one of the bunch. Now, you just need to be really careful about not cracking and, and breaking the vinyl because if you try to patch in a new piece of vinyl on vinyl that's 24 years old, you're going to notice a difference because it it's not a, a matter of, well, will it fade or not fade? It's a matter of the vinyl fading together and uniformly because it's going to fade and putting up a new piece now is just it's going to stick out like a sore thumb so you're going to have to be really careful it's a very doable task but you're going to want to make sure you have the right professionals doing the job this is not a uh, home improvement question i guess maybe it could be construed as that but uh, a listener called uh, safe basements our friend jesse's company uh from Mm -hmm. the internet phone number we talk about that uh and they are located now. If you get a, a call and you say you're in Litchfield, yes, the listener wants to know: Do they call the right company? Is is there more than safe uh, one safe basements? No, this is this is the correct one. So you uh, you talk to the right people, uh, safebasements.com. 
uh, Jesse Treble and his crews. So there you go for that. Um, yeah, I've had a look see. at projects as far east as Eau Claire, and so oh, they really? have people all over the metro, and as far south as like Rochester, I think he, he's looked at stuff, Burnsville, up way up north for us, so the he's got people that go everywhere, and uh, he'll, so those are the right people. They'll, they'll send somebody out and take a look at your basement and go from there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great company. We talk about it often here on CCO, and they indeed are local, but they're nationally known, I, I think in some cases, even around the world for some of uh, some of their work. So, yeah, feel uh, feel good about that. You've got the right company. Uh, Texter says this, Andy, are steel deck rails cut to specific lengths to meet the varying turns on a deck that isn't a simple shape? Uh, yes, when, when we order railing systems, we, we order them as a package to fit that deck, for sure. There may be some custom work that our people have to do, along the way but uh, typically the the railing systems comes as a as a package and and you're assembling it on the deck um, to whatever dimensions they are okay uh, this listener says good morning I am remodeling an 1856 farmhouse in Frontenac I have the ceilings in now I want to get your thoughts on crown molding wood versus MDF versus polystyrene uh, texter says I'm doing the work alone and in my 70s Hate ladder work. <laughs> I'm with their pal, for sure. What do you think on that one? Well, you know, if you're going to be going to a solid color, I think uh, MDF is fine, which is, is kind of like a it's like wood shavings and glue put together. Um, polystyrene is going to be more of your plastic, um, and, and your wood, I think, is, is, is probably pine, hemlock, maybe oak. Going to be more expensive. The other, the latter two, or the first two I talked about, are going to be cheaper. And if you're going to be going to a solid color, I don't see why why you couldn't, but if you're going to want any type of wood grain, uh, you're going to want to go with the the pine or hemlock or oak option. I would think maybe maple is sometimes in crown molding. The choices nowadays, Denny, are are endless. Um, I don't like the polystyrene or any of the plastic moldings. It really does look plastic to me. But the MDF stuff, if if you paint it a solid color like white, there's it, you can't really tell the difference between that and and the more expensive pine. Um. I think the pine, when you get the joints and 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 the, and the actual natural wood, the, those seem to line up better, and it's easier to work with. The as I've worked with it, but um, that's a, a choice you're going to have to make. I, I know MDF can be marketably cheaper than some of the actual wood products. What did you say MDF was? It's like wood, wood fibers, typically like a like a okay. particle board uh, made into a trim. They make baseboard and trim packages and crown molding out of it. Okay, got it. Texter says this, I have the original wood front door on my 70-year-old house. My son has many original doors on his 120-year-old house. Texter says, I did replace the original windows with Marvin Infinity at uh, 60 years. Although the windows developed mold on the inside due to poor glass, they had no rotting. Now, I'm not sure if there's a question in there or not. Uh you have any comments about what that uh, listener is saying? Hey, I'm telling you, um, it, it, the original wood doors, and, and when you go and get a a real wood door made, um, again, th- those are some of your entry doors that are in the twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 range. They're awesome, and they're probably going to last 100 years. It, it, but they're going to need some staining and some maintenance along the way. But when you remove some of these old doors, Denny, they are heavy. 
we just you don't you don't find the, this type of stuff getting used on ordinary construction nowadays every now and then you get the special customer that wants to do this and it's really important to them and that's a lot of fun for us but ordinarily you know um we most of us have budgets we have to worry about and we end up in that that fiberglass or steel range still not cheap and, and it could be a door that lasts 30 40 years but uh we don't don't run into a lot of 120 year old doors no, that's for sure. Well, address the Marvin Infinity uh, uh, window. Now, that's a that's a darn good product, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm guessing it wasn't Infinity yeah. if it was 60 years ago. Um, maybe if it was 10 years ago, 15 years well, ago. Well, I think I think what the texter is saying when the house was 60 years old, they had the Marvin window put in. I think if I'm reading that correctly. It's a 120-year-old house. So yeah, that was 60 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that, agree. That, that, that doesn't – so the math isn't lining up. Infinity hasn't been around that long. It could be the Marvin Ultimate window, um, still a great window. And chances are – people have to understand, too, if you're getting condensation on any window, chances are you're having the humidity too high in the wintertime in your home. Um, yes, it can be to a glass pack getting colder than it should – which is going to make the condensation rate go go up, or you're going to have it's going to be easier for condensation to happen. But if you have your humidity where it should be set, even on the coldest of windows, there shouldn't be a lot of condensation. All right, Andy, we've got about a minute or so to go. Uh, Texter just sent one in said, "Does Linda's Construction install heat tape in gutters and downspouts?" We don't do a lot of installing of heat tape. One, they just don't don't last, and, and the service on them isn't something that, that we like to get behind. But we, we do point people in the right direction on how to install it, and uh, it's usually a pretty easy thing for a do-it-yourself or a handyman to accomplish. You know, the next time we talk and uh, do this particular show, it's going to be the month of April already. Uh, any special deals coming up that uh, people should know about from Linda's? Uh, 75% off labor on the installation of LeafGuard gutters and GAF roofing. So uh, two awesome specials. I know going to the springtime, those are those are two products that people really start to look at. And, of course, our heat map analysis is always free, and all estimates are free. And uh, one thing about us, Denny, is uh, our prices aren't going up. I know a lot of uh, manufacturers are sending out price increase letters, but we're pretty locked in on the year already. Excellent. That's good news. Yeah, you want to get in touch with Lindis, I urge you to do so. 844-9-LINDIS is the number. 844-9-LINDIS. Andy, thanks so much for the help. Let's do this again next week. Sounds great, buddy. Thank you. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, or get on the web at lindisconstruction.com. Denny Long, thanking you for listening this morning. Cloudy skies today. Uh, high is going to be not bad, near uh, 43. We dropped to 27 overnight for your Sunday tomorrow. We'll get up to about 40 with a partly sunny sky. Right now, here in the Twin Cities, it's an overcast sky, 33 degrees from WCCO.